It's not the Zade. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. Welcome back to the Zade story. My name is Kevin Zade, and tonight I have a special guest. A super handsome, wonderful friend. He's not a guest. He's my co-host. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Joshua Story, welcome. Thank you, sir. I was a guest at your dinner table tonight. That is true. So kind of like I was a guest. <laughs> yes. Yes. Always. And Always. how are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, French dip sandwiches tonight. Rapidly climbing the uh, the list of favorites of meals from my wife so. it's in the upper echelon i think it's for me it's in the top three meals that she prepares they're really good they're really good they're really good and they're like with the au jus it's like just the perfect amount of salt and meat and cheese and onions and bread the ratios are spot on i normally don't eat two sandwiches and every time she makes them i <laughs> eat two sandwiches and then i hate myself for it but i love myself for it yeah you were happy mm-hmm. that you did it. Right. <laughs> and then I go home and cry. <laughs> you wish you could disappear. Right. <laughs> I want that food to be. Well, that's what happened because the food was on the plate. And I was like, now I see it. <laughs> and now I don't because <laughs> it was in my belly. Right. It happened to my plate, too. Mm-hmm. Almost like it was real magic. Yes. <laughs> uh if you haven't gotten the uh, the hints that were dropping, we went and saw Now You See Me 2. Although, we saw it separately this time. We did. We were supposed to see it together. <laughs> and what time were we supposed to see it? 6.50. 6.50. And so, uh, about 5.30, I was thinking, because this was Monday. We normally go see movies on Tuesday. Now, Mondays are right after my work weekend, and I work... Like 14-hour days. And so I usually sleep like all day Monday. And I thought, I don't want to sleep during the movie. I want to be awake. So I set my alarm. And then I slept through it. Yeah. And then I kept sleeping through it. (laughs) And then I slept through that some more. And I wake up. And it's like 7 o'clock. Wait. 7.30. 7.30. 7.50. It's an hour (laughs) into the movie. I know that. And I look at my phone. And I got a barrage of texts. Half of which were from Kevin. And it was like... Hey, I'm here. And then the next one's like, uh, third row up, left hand side. And the next one's, so I guess you're not coming to the movie. <laughs> you <laughs> fell asleep. And I did. I fell asleep. <laughs> so then I went to the movie after Kevin. Yeah. what did, You went the same night. I went the same night. You went like, to like the I, 10 showing? I literally could have high-fived you if I saw you. I, I would have been going in <laughs> while you were leaving. You were walking in the right door. I was leaving the left door. Yep. That's basically what nice. happened. Nice. That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, I did. I I think that was the first time I've ever been stood up. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's I all think, right. I think that's the first time I've stood somebody up. Ooh, look at that! A double whammy. No, you know what? I did that also when I was younger. Um, I was like nineteen, and there was this really, really gorgeous girl that I just adored and thought was amazing. And I asked her to go see Babe Two. Yeah, Pig in the City. Pig in the City, and I fell asleep just the same. And I felt really bad, and that totally demolished my chances at a relationship with her. Uh, 
Had that nap never happened, I could be married with a myriad of kids. You could be so somewhere so different. So worse. But I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. No. So it's a good thing it's I fell asleep. It's a good thing. Yeah. Because with children comes the need for insurance. Mm-hmm. And Fred Robbins not giving you insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, I mean, I mean, we maybe wouldn't, we wouldn't have been friends. Maybe we wouldn't have never met. Oh, my gosh. It's like the small ripples. You know, the small ripples turn into big ripples. There's, there would there would be a thousand different ripples that before we even met. That's I could be yeah. insane. Think about that. The president of the United States could have been sitting right here. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be president. It's too much pressure. Have you seen how old they get? Oh the man! Four years. Yeah. Like Obama was like young and handsome, right? Like, a, like a, now he's just gray, gray, he's an old and, gray man. Yeah, he looks sickly. <laughs> it could be the cigarettes. Now I thought he quit smoking. I don't think so. Oh, maybe he did. Although, I know, I know, I don't smoke. On so that I'd job, I hear that they all smoke. I would smoke. I would start so smoking. Stressful. I would start smoking. I would just, <laughs> I would just roll around with like a patch on twenty four seven, nicotine patch. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Uh, Thank you for smoking. Mm-hmm. I love. That's Thank a you. great film. One of my favorites of all times. Smoking saved his life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking saved his life. Because they put all the nicotine patches on him to, like, kill him. And he had such a high tolerance from smoking yeah. that it just, like, put him in a coma for a little right. bit. Right. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Oh, and the kid is so so great in it. Yeah, so good. And he's just such a wordsmith in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's uh, oh, it's so It kind of makes you want to start smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder there's a tobacco problem yeah. in this country. <laughs> like Sicario. Sicario yes. made me want to start smoking. Too. Yes. Oh. So we went and saw Now You See separately. Me too. <laughs> now You See Me too. A sequel to Now You See Me. Yes. And I think we should get straight to The Rundown. Let the momentum of the car do the work for you. It's all in the wrist. Not bad. Now you want to see a thing of beauty? Bingo, bango, bongo. That's good. It's good to be positive despite making zero progress in a year. Gotta raise a little you thought that they had disappeared forever, but this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, the four horsemen. The girl horsemen. Woo! Yeah! Nope. Are you listening, horsemen? You will get what's coming to you. Thank you, everybody. In ways you can't expect. Hey, it's great to be back. Now the greatest magicians in the world are my magic trick. Everyone get off the stage. We jumped off a rooftop in New York. Where the hell are we? We landed in China. How, How is this possible? This is simply my move. Next one is yours. So as the movie starts, it's been a year since the four horsemen have done their great magic trick and reveal. They've been in hiding, and they don't really want to be in hiding anymore. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg uh, is looking to become a leader, and he is talking to the eye. Trying to figure out what their next big move is because all of them don't like living mm-hmm. in seclusion. Uh, 
so yeah, Mark Ruffalo is still uh, he plays the character Dylan. He is still working for the FBI, looking for the Horseman. Even though at the reveal of the last movie, we know that Mark Ruffalo is one of not the Horseman, but he's one of the magicians that is helping them do their tricks. And uh, and we find out that he's kind of the leader of the group. And Woody Harrelson is back. The girl from the first movie, I can't remember her name, but they do a sufficient enough job saying that she didn't want to follow the mu- uh, magicians, so she's left. So we get a new girl that Dylan picks to uh, be the new, the new horseman. So we've got four horsemen again. Uh, the girl's name is Lizzie Kaplan, and she plays Lula. She's a delightful addition to the cast, I think. She was funny. I like yeah, her. Yeah, she's funny. Uh, I. She's the same girl from the interview, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, she's Agent Lacey, the one who's like, are you honeypotting me? Oh, yes. Yeah, she's funny in that, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I was a fan of her, and we really just kind of start right into uh, – around the world romp with magic and heists and masks getting taken off and putting on and twists and turns just like the first one morgan freeman is back uh yeah it's uh we get a little bit of mark ruffalo's backstory from in this one from the first one uh yeah it's it's pretty much similar to the first one <laughs> You have anything to add? Is it, you want to talk about it more? We'll talk. Wise? We'll talk about it probably in best, best, least favorites. Yeah, yeah. And that's the rundown. Oh, down, 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 down. Somebody got the better of us. Okay, somehow. Yes, you were lured into a trap. Ta-da! This is the key to every computer system on the planet. I want you to steal it for me. You think we're still gonna play a little game? I know you will. We're going out with the show. People will never forget. Hey, do that myself. Thanks for having us. Not long ago, we were tricked. Let's go, let's go. So it's only fitting that we do the same thing to the person who did it to us. Damn, it feels good to be back. Hello, hello. Make it go up. There's always more than what's on the surface. And that brings us to least favorite and favorite parts. I'm going to start with my least favorite part this time. Ooh. Uh, the first. Now You See Me, I really dug. Like, I've watched it numerous times. Um, What I liked about it was, I was telling Kevin, the magic trick in the very beginning, when he's like, pick a card out of the deck, and I'm like, seven of diamonds. And then all of a sudden, he says, was that your card? And I'm pointing to nothing. But I'm pointing (laughs) to the big building, and then the seven of diamonds lights up and lights. And I was like, mind blown. There was a lot of great magic in the first one and they explain it in detail how and why they did it 
the second one, it's just so contrived, like almost like they were just trying so hard. I didn't, I, the first one, I didn't see everything coming. I didn't see anything coming. Like I was constantly guessing. And with this one, you knew what was happening before it happened. I don't want to do spoiler alerts, right. but across the board, you're just like, no, no, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen. And it, it was ill written. So my least favorite part, magic wasn't really as awesome. And the storyline was ill written. Yeah, I would, uh, I would, um, I would agree with you. The magic was equally as cool as the first one. But the problem was it was only equally as cool as the first one, and it felt like a copycat. To me, this really felt like The Hangover 2. No new original ideas. The twists and turns that we saw or that we didn't expect in the first one, we expected in the second one, and they completely delivered. Like, it was the twists you saw coming two miles away if you saw the first one. Now, if you didn't see the first one, I don't think this movie necessarily needs the first one to be seen. It would be helpful, but I think you could definitely enjoy this film without watching the first one. I think it might be better. It might be I better. Think, I think, honestly, this film would be better if you haven't seen the first one because you don't have anything to stack it up against. Yeah, and I think on its own, it would be equally as good as the first one. Um, but my least favorite part is the ending. Um, there's a couple of reveals at the very end that almost almost ruined the movie. It was just kind of like unnecessary twists. Like they had a decent enough plot with decent enough twists and turns as we go. And then at the end, like the very end, kind of 10 Cloverfield Lane-esque, the last five minutes of the movie are just two, three, four reveals right in a row. And you're like, number one, I can pretty much figure it all out. And number two... It was really lame. <laughs> Wait, um, I'm going to ask you to pause real quick so we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a couple of reveals at the end. Totally killed some of the tricks. And it was just like, what? That is lame. Uh, I think they were going for too much. Yeah. And... Uh, they were they wanted those big twists, but I just don't think that the twists were necessary or needed. And no. sometimes less is more. Yes, absolutely. You know, sometimes less is more, and I would have actually liked a little bit less in this. It yeah. would have produced more. I think it would have, big time. But let's talk about favorite parts because for me, there were some favorite parts. What was your favorite parts? Well. The magic tricks mm -hmm. happened again, and as I said earlier, they were equal with the first one. They were just as cool. But on this one, in this film, there's a trick where uh, Jesse Eisenberg, the young Franco, that's who that is, right? The, the, young the Franco. younger Franco yep. brother. Mm -hmm. uh, Dylan? Is it? No, it's not Dylan. It's uh, Dave Franco. Dave. Dave Franco, Woody Harrelson, and... Lucy Chaplin. They're all trying to steal a computer chip that is super well protected. And anyways, they're magicians. They have this thing that they've been practicing on. And Woody Harrelson is hilarious. 
pause right there. Least favorite part, Woody Harrelson's twin brother. Hated it. <laughs> I hated it. He didn't have to be a twin, number one. <laughs> he didn't have to have Woody Harrelson playing himself twice. It was terrible. And he, he looked really funny, though. He did look <laughs> the funny. The big teeth and, like, the, the curly hair. That was kind of funny, but I hated that. That's my least favorite part of the movie. Did you? I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that it was my favorite part, but I kind of liked it because, it, for me, that was, like, a great setup to why they – I don't want to ruin it, but why they were able to figure them out. Yeah. Because without the brother, the four horsemen wouldn't have gotten gotten caught in the predicament that they were in. True, it didn't necessarily need to be Woody Harrelson that played it, but I like <laughs> that the brother was there. It, yes. it tied everything together. I thought it would have been a great opportunity to get another big name. Well, they probably just was like, hey, Woody, we'll give you an extra like 50 grand if you just – Play your, play your brother. Yeah, like, like, oh, right. yeah that sounds cool. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. The brother aspect, you're right on there. That didn't bother me. The fact that it was him playing him himself, it was like, is Woody Harrelson Adam Sandler now? Like, mm. come on. Well, but oh, I was say nobody can do it like our man. That's true. Because <laughs> when he when our when our man plays doubles. It's believable. It's believable. So that's my thing is if if you're going to play a double, you're either got to be as good as Tom Hardy mm. or crappy like Adam Sandler. And for me, Woody ended up more like Adam. That's true. <laughs> There's some funny bits though. But back to favorite parts. They're trying to steal this card and the cinematography there is fantastic. It's uh, It's really fun. And there were several magic tricks that I was like leaning forward, looking forward to like the what happened, trying to figure out how they were doing it. Uh, there's a water trick that's in the preview that is really cool. Um, they don't explain it because there's not really a there's trick no ex- there. Yeah, there's no but, explanation. But that was really neat. But my favorite part of the film was the first scene with that's. It's right after the kid watches his father jump in the safe in the river. But it's after that. It's when Morgan Freeman is giving the introduction with, like, all the optical illusions of, like, oh. believe, see. And it's all, like, these letters and things spelled out that if you spun them around, it said thief or hero. Like, uh, there's a couple of things where, like, it looks like you're looking at one a puzzle piece that's all put together. But as the camera moves through it, you see that each individual puzzle piece is on a string hung at different heights to make it look like a full puzzle. The intro to this movie was so fantastic. They should have just saved the intro to the end. And then they should have ended with the intro. Oh yeah. That would have been been good. The intro. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. What was your favorite part? Um, I you know I, the movie I, I I went into this movie with really high expectations and I know that's my downfall it's always my downfall specifically with sequels or <laughs> with you know movies that I've been wanting to see for so long um but I love this cast I love 
this cast. I loved him in the first one. I still love him in the second one. Woody Harrelson playing his brother, maybe not so much. <laughs> but really, this cast is an all-star cast. Every one of them is a great actor. Um, they play off of each other really well. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, what a pleasant surprise. I never thought of him as Harry Potter in this movie. Right. And, I mean, to, to be able to get past that stigma. Like, I still think of Hermione as Hermione. Mm-hmm. But he really surprised me. And I'm, and I'm not saying that he did a great job acting. But he did a great job shedding his Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really surprising for me. My man, Mark Ruffalo. You know we all love the Ruffalo. He's... He's got a soft spot and a hard spot. Wherever he wants to be in my heart, he can be there. <laughs> um, so, honestly, my favorite part was the cast. Uh, the writing, not so much, but the cast made it really fun for me. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, so good. So good. He is an actor that elevates or is elevated. Like In a movie like this, where the writing isn't stellar, He's that good where you're still enjoying his performance. I, I was co- I was commenting on that in my head as I watched him. And I was just like, he can make a crappy movie good. Mm-hmm. Like He's got that power. And But you're right. Without the rest of the cast, this movie might not have been anywhere near as good. But no. and, and the cast stand alone like by themselves in their own movies. They're phenomenal. Yep. Um, and – we just did a movie where we were saying, I don't know, it's like four weeks ago. I don't remember the movie, but we're like, on paper, it should have been perfect. That had this all-star cast, and it was perfectly lined up. And then we went and watched it, and it just fell. And nobody rose to the top. Everybody just kind of like sank to the bottom. Right. I don't remember what movie we were talking about. But this was a movie that did the opposite. It was poor writing, but all the actors brought it out, and I really loved them. Yeah, it was – it wasn't Mother's Day. No, it was before Mother's Day. It was Day. before Mother's Day. Yeah, well, you'll have to listen to it and tell us what it is. Yeah, for our loyal <laughs> listeners that listen over and over and over. We know I mean, you're out there. We know you're out there. You probably listen to each episode five, six, maybe seven, eight times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I do. I, I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, you get Kevin and I and sometimes Ben or Tam or... The myriad of other guest hosts that we have here. Yeah. I mean, you probably want to soak it all in. Right. Yeah. Just, just, just hit repeat mm-hmm. and just close your eyes. Take into a dream world of magic. Sometimes I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I listen to the podcast, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And I'll either listen to it when I'm driving mm-hmm. or when I'm falling asleep. And hopefully you don't listen to it while you're falling asleep driving. No, no. But, I, <laughs> but the problem is I, I put it on and I can't fall asleep. Because uh, it's Cause too I'm, good. Yeah, I'm so engaged. You're laughing. Right. Like I'm laughing mostly at at us, not with us. But <laughs> <laughs> I, on the contrary, think we're hilarious. <laughs> we think we are hilarious. <laughs> I was listening to our – Usually, with my schedule, I usually don't get to do a final listen before I post the episode. Mm-hmm. So I usually edit it together, and in my editing process, I usually listen to the whole thing at least you know two or three times in small three-minute chunks. Uh, but when I hit post, I haven't heard it from the beginning to the end once all the way through. And so I listen to it every Monday morning, 
to make sure number one there's no like big long pauses that i forgot to cut or like curse words that i dropped out that, that we forgot catch. to bleep yeah exactly i have had to repost a couple of ones that we've missed um and so uh i'm and i'm always laughing out loud to myself because i think we're hilarious <laughs> we are hilarious <laughs> uh, it's true well you know what that sound is it's time to rate now you see me too you want to start us off or should i I'll go first. You go first. I'll go first. Do it. Now You See Me Too is a very cool, crisp three IPAs. It is definitely not four for me. It is way more than two. Mostly because of the cast. Three beers. Now You See Me Too. That's fair. Uh, You know, I liked what you said there. You said cool. Did you say cool and crisp? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we use the word gritty or like dirty filmmaking where he's just like in the dirt, grimy, uh, mostly gritty. This is the opposite. This is such a clean and crisp looking movie. It moves fast. It's definitely a movie for like somebody who doesn't have long attention spans or a movie for somebody who doesn't want to watch. It is two hours and ten minutes, but it doesn't feel like it. It moves. There's a new scene, a new plot every 15 to 20 minutes. And it feels that way. And uh, and because of the speed it moves with, uh, the, cl- the clean, crispy action, uh, I think this movie deserves a four. But I'm going to end on a three because the lack of originality. And I get I get the sequel. It can't be the original film. But there's two characters that returned in this movie that didn't need to be in the movie at all. They could have written an entirely new plot. Daniel Radcliffe was a great bad guy. But as soon as they introduced the guy Daniel Radcliffe is working for... I was just like, guys, get a new idea. Like, it was just, that was really disappointing. And so I'm going to end on a three beer, a really fun three beer movie. What would you have rated Now You See Me, the original? The original one, I think I would have rated a five beer. I wouldn't have given it a six because there was one crucial thing that I thought they got wrong. And it was, I thought they did their tricks backwards. Their first trick was amazing. Their second trick was awesome. And their third trick was cool. I thought they should have done it backwards where their first trick was cool. Their second trick was awesome. And the third trick was amazing. Mind-blowing. I I loved all the tricks. Uh, the order did not bother me. I would have rated it five beers for sure. Yeah, I really, I really liked the first one. Solid, fun movie. Oh. This one's still fun, just not as solid. But there's going to be a three, I'm sure. I don't know, but I'm guessing there's going to be a three. I don't. I was trying to think of that. I because I think they're going to. Br- I, they got to bring back the redhead. That was my only thought. Was the only way they could continue this was if the redhead went down some sort of dark magic road and was like serving 
bad instead of good or something like working for the government because it feels like or working for some big corporation because it right. seems like all these movies are aimed at big corporate rich people <laughs> they are <laughs> yeah they are. uh but yeah so a six out of 12 not a great rating but i think it was a it was a fun a fun watch so watch it on hbo definitely definitely you don't need to go to the theater no. Nothing spectacular to watch on screen. In fact, it'll look better on your Blu-ray player or HBO if you have high def. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, folks, we are going to play a game that harkens back to our very first still available episode for free. <laughs> Technically our second. By the way, if you want to hear how terrible our episode of Get Hard is, it's available at uh, com for a dollar purchase, download fee. <laughs> um, but we played a game called... Wait, that reminds me. that uh, We watched Get Hard, and that was our very first movie. Yes. I'm super excited to see the new movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yes. It reminds me a lot of Get Hard, but, like, way better. Right. I haven't seen it. I have high expectations, though, because it's The Rock. I love The Rock. I love The Rock. Um, I really dig Kevin Hart, but I love The Rock. I have been hit or miss with Kevin Hart in movies. Um, I really liked The Wedding Singer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wedding... Ringer, the wedding, wedding ringer. ringer. I thought that was really fun, and I thought Kevin Hart was not just his usual slapsticky kind of cocky stand-up self, but I thought he had some real heart in the film. I thought he was really good. <laughs> good, uh, good pun. H a r t heart. Yeah. So uh, I really liked him there, and then I'm trying to think of Get Hard, he was fine. I think though, I liked him in those. Those movies, you know, the relationship movies with uh, yeah, with uh, the guy that hosts uh, Family Feud, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah, uh, about the book that he writes. Yeah, the love. Think like a man too. Think, yeah, think like a man and think like a man too. Yeah, T O O. Right. <laughs> um, Pun. <laughs> I I liked those movies. I thought they were really good. Um. Yeah, so I also am excited for uh, CIA. What's it called? I don't know. I just call it the movie with <laughs> Kevin Hart and The Rock. Central Intelligence. That's what it's called. The only line I know is when The Rock looks at him and says, "You look like a black Will Smith," and he's like, "I don't even know if that's supposed to be racist." <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, I like the one where he's like, "We cool? No, we're not cool." And he's like. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally seeing this movie. Uh, oh yeah, um, I, I think this is a rare occasion where I think the fact that it's going to be rated PG thirteen is going to make the movie better. Because when you get that R rated comedy, your writing tends to get a little bit sloppier, and you tend to go for more dick jokes and like nudity physical comedy which is fine and fun but i think when you force yourself to write a pg-13 movie it takes a little bit smarter 
punchlines and jokes. So I'm pretty excited for it. Because The Rock's in it. Yeah, I love The Rock. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, full circle. (laughs) Now you see me edition. Of Give Me My Money Back. So, instead of Take My Money or Give Me My Money Back, we're going to say, Do You See It or Not? In As in, Now You See It or Now You Don't. Right. So, we've got a couple movies here that we've picked that are based on magic. Uh, some of them we've seen. Some of them we haven't. Well, I haven't seen at least one of them. But uh, here we go. Now You See Me? Or now you don't. The first movie, The Prestige. Now you see me. Oh. Now you see me like three or four times. Three or four more times. Now you, now you really, really look and watch me. Yeah. One of the greatest magic movies of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Top three for sure. If I mean, I don't, I don't want to label, but top three. And it's definitely in the top two Christopher Nolan movies for me. Love The Prestige. Oh, it's so great. So good. Okay, now you see me, or now you don't. The incredible Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> With Steve Carell and uh, Jim Carrey. And Steve Buscemi, very funny mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi role. Uh, I did see it, so I, I, I wouldn't see it again. So I'm going to pick that I didn't see it in the first place. Now, so now I don't see it anymore. I liked... Steve Carell's character. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> everything about his character, but I didn't like everything else about the movie. Yeah. I, I wish it was just more <laughs> Burt Wonderstone, and everybody else was just gone. I but it's <laughs> <laughs> such a terrible movie. But you're right. It was funny. Like, His why? character is the only thing. I, I'm gonna. By the way, now you don't. Now you don't is my answer. <laughs> but I did love Steve Carell's character. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, now you see me, or now you don't. Enchanted. I didn't really like Enchanted. I know everybody loved it. Uh, I'm gonna say now you don't. Now you see me for me. I yeah. loved Enchanted. I think that was where I first fell in love with Amy Adams, too. Uh, love Amy Adams. And she's a great actress. Isn't she the one in the first Now You See Me? No. Which redhead is that? Isla Fisher? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now You See Me or Now You Don't. Let's go with The Illusionist. I, I would say Now You See Me. It's that came out the same year as the Prestige. I thought they were the same movie. Yeah, that's actually the problem with the Illusionist is it's not the Prestige. Now, had it never got compared to the Prestige, I think the Illusionist is a fine movie. Edward Norton, solid, solid performance. Uh, Jessica Biel, fun script. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Paul Giamatti, you gotta love the Paul Giamatti, um, but. But yeah, so I'd say definitely see it. it. Unfortunately, it's always compared to the Prestige. I'm gonna have to say now. Now you don't. That's fair. Just because the Prestige just blows it out <laughs> of the water, like it's true, blows it out of the water, and just because they li- they they literally came out like the same month, and they're pretty much the same movie. But 
but one is better. better. <laughs> so, okay, as listeners, if you haven't seen The Prestige or The Illusionist, watch The Illusionist first, and then if you want to see how that movie could be done so much better, watch The Prestige. If you have the time. If you don't have the time, just Skip watch The Illusionist. Just watch Prestige. I'm fair. I'm I'm happy with that analysis. Okay. Do me. Do me. Okay. Now you see me, or now you don't. Maleficent. I sound awful. Now you don't. You do not. <laughs> you do not see this. Um, so we learned that Josh doesn't like magic. I love movies. magic movies, but these are not good movies. Um, I did not care for Maleficent um, at all. I think I fell asleep two or three times, but I forced myself to finish it, and I did. Um, I didn't like it. I'm going to say now you don't because I still haven't seen it, and I have zero interest in it. I don't think Angelina Jolie is great, really, at all. And uh, the movie just seems too... What? I mean... I saw it, and I couldn't even tell you. (laughs) You know how, like, the musical Wicked explains why the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz becomes Wicked? hmm Well, not every Wicked stepmother needs to have their own backstory of how they used to be good and now they're evil. Like, it just seems too contrived. Like, oh, of course Sleeping Beauty's evil stepmother isn't really evil. Like... Come on, she turns into a dragon and tries to eat the prince. Like, she's an evil woman. Like, I don't really care that much of how she used to be a good person and now she's a bad person. Like, get over it, Disney. That's my thoughts. I'm with you. Now you see me, now you don't. Harry Potter. Yes, you do see me. (laughs) Uh, All of them. I definitely, all of them. There's there. It's a great saga. See, there you go. There's what seven of them? Eight. There's eight, eight movies. There's eight magic movies that I recommend. <laughs> All of them. Now you see me. <laughs> yeah, I would say if anything, you could skip the second, the two, three, and four. If you were gonna skip them. Yeah, cool. They get dark. I, I like that they get darker. Yeah, and, I like. And I like the actors they, get better because yeah. there's two years in between. So instead of just growing one year. They jump, and the first three, the, the actors are kids, and they're they're fine, but they're kids' kids, and they're kid movies. And about number four is just a little too long. It was too long of a book. And number five, it starts to get into the really good action. So, yeah, now you see me on all of them. Yeah. But if you're going to skip them, skip the two, three, four. Right. Now you see me, or now you don't. Now you see me one. <laughs> now you see me. Now you definitely see me. And we just threw it on the list to be cute. <laughs> uh, definitely now you see me. Now you see me. Now you see me. Now you see me. <laughs> uh, what about, have you ever seen The Sorcerer's Stone? Childhood. Red hair. The The prince has red hair? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember it. I remember it. Kind of. I remember liking it a lot. I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. But I, I would say Now You See Me. I would agree. I'd agree. Or uh, um, the last one on our list, The Chronicle. 
Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the first one. Now you see me. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, they got a little lackluster. They got boring. Yeah, I'd but agree that 100%. one, but that one was really good. I mean, because I grew up on that. Oh, the books were fantastic. Yeah. Growing up, yeah. Uh, real quick, I this wasn't planned, but out of nowhere, Prince Caspian, which is the second. Now you see me. Mm-hmm. It has a really good Regina Spectre song at the end, but that ruined the whole movie for me. I was just dipping my toes into movie snobbery at that point, and. Uh, Throughout the whole movie, there's a really great score. I think it's done by Harry Gregson Williamson. What movie? Of Prince Caspian. Okay. It's the second out of the three Chronicles of right, Narnia. Right, right. Um, and there's a great score throughout the whole thing. And then at the very end, but not at the credits, like in the actual movie, there's a Regina Spector song before the credits, and it just killed the whole movie for me. I could... I couldn't believe that they would add a pop song in the middle of this fantastic medieval time film. Movie was, snob. Yeah. Movie snob. <laughs> I, was real, I was really disappointed that at that time because up until then, I thought Prince Caspian was okay. So now you don't. Now I don't. No. no. I didn't like it either. Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Liam Neeson as Aslan. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now you see me. Well, you got anything else? Yeah. Liam Neeson is a bad parent. Because of all those Taken movies. <laughs> like, I thought you were going to say something about, like, something like in the tabloids or something. You saw it a, no, on, a, on no. like, a magazine, like, Liam Neeson punched his kid in the face no. or something. I was like, ooh, tell me about this. And then you're just like, the Taken movie. I'm just, like, <laughs> at a certain point in time, you just got to look yourself in the mirror and go, I'm this just is- a bad husband. I'm a bad father. This, I am just... I am so bad at, what, at providing and protecting. He's brushing his teeth one day and he's looking in the mirror and he's just like, this is all my fault. He's like, my special set of skills should have been being a better dad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but other than that, no, I don't, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, keep hitting us up on our Facebook page. Join us on Twitter. Follow us. Email us some details if you guys want to take us to a movie and or guest host. Uh, until then, just uh, join in the fun. Thanks for listening. My name is Kevin Zaid. Go ahead. Give us a phone call. You know we need a few voicemails for the what did Google think you said. Uh, if you guys could give us some shout outs on that aspect, we'd truly appreciate it. Remember the best compliment you can give us is telling your friends and family, tell some strangers about us either in person or on the internet for the Zade story. My name is Joshua story. How many beers did we rate your favorite movie for the love of movies and beer? He's Kevin Zade. Oh, I thought I said that already. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of movies and beer, I'm Kevin Zaid. I love movies and beer, too. And I'm Joshua Story. Ooh, the lolly. Ooh, the lolly. <laughs> <laughs>